0: paint as much. I don't draw as much. It's like I have to work, I have to do all these things, but makeup's something I do every day when I'm getting ready for work. It's something that I'm able to kind of like partake in creatively more often than other stuff. Hello friends! Um, I'm here with today with Gigi. Gigi is one of our jewelry specialists here at Avanti. and they have some really fun perspectives on self-expression and makeup, as well as piercing tattoos. And I'm so excited to hear their perspective on it all. Uh, but before we dive in too much, Gigi, why don't you share a little bit about yourself? Hi. Um, well, I'm Gigi. Um, I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, I grew up kind of on the border, like, I don't know, kind of on the border of Santa Monica and Venice by the beach, like more so closer to Venice, I would say um so yeah grew up in Venice which is kind of wild you've got like the Venice boardwalk there there's like tons so it's like pretty much like growing up it's just like being surrounded by a ton of art and by a ton of like really creative people like every single person around is really creative on the boardwalk everyone's like selling art and tons of different stuff so it's like you know there is not really much of a shot of me not being a creative person growing up um especially like with my parents too like my mom she does um healing work now but before that she was a buyer for designers so she was like super into fashion when she was younger and she always like showed me the pictures of like her and her friends in the 80s in new york and like all of the cool fashion i was like this is this is sick like i i love this um yeah so growing up just there was a lot of creative influence I went to a, like the elementary middle school I went to is definitely like more of a kind of, it was a weird school it was definitely small but everyone was like very creatively focused and everything was about kind of like creatively learning things and all of that so tons of art growing up um and then high school was like you know i was kind of a rebellious kid that was like said into art and was like i don't none of this school stuff applies like what i want to do in life i don't really need it and i (laughs) tossed it out (laughs) and i tried going to cosmetology school for a little bit and then i don't know something kind of clicked at the time where i was like i don't like hair Hair is gross, like hair is really, really gross. (laughs) I don't want to touch it, (laughs) so, but yeah. I got out of there, but when I was at hair school, like I was already really into doing makeup and I got into really starting to do makeup when I was kind of like 16 and that's when I started exploring doing like, more bold stuff. Like I was super into David Bowie and all of like his makeup and like stuff like that. So I kind of just started getting really into like, hey, if I'm doing makeup, let's make it fun. But when I was in cosmetology school, it was really cool because a lot of people there, they were wanting to do hair and makeup. So there was a lot of talk about makeup and everyone there really appreciated it. Like when I was in high school and stuff like that, like people, I never really got recognition from people like I knew in person about like what I was doing makeup wise or what I was doing with anything with my look. Like now how I dress is, I guess, considered kind of trendy. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't necessarily that at the time, like, at the time it was a lot of kids, like, being really, really mean. So, it was really cool once I got into, like, cosmetology school, kind of, like, getting the recognition that, like, hey, like, I'm actually, like, maybe I'm onto something. Um, so, when I was there, I was like, hey, you know what, like, I am, like, way more passionate about makeup than I am passionate about doing hair. So let's get out of here and let's let's go to makeup school. So I did, cause in LA there's like a couple, there's like a few different types of like schools you can go to or ways to get like a makeup artist license. So there's like two three day courses that you can take where it's like you do the two, three days and you have a makeup artist license and you're good to go. There's programs that are like maybe a month, maybe like a couple months, they're a little bit more in depth and you're still getting your basic like makeup artist license. And then there's like these $20,000 like special effects academies that you're going to for like a year, which at the time, since I just dropped out of hair school and kind of lost a lot of money on that, I was like, all right, so we're not gonna do the year of special effects makeup. <laughs> and I went to makeups, I did one of the programs that was like about a month long Because I was like, when I was wanting to get the license, I was like, okay, I want to get the license, but I know there's definitely, like, stuff I need to learn in makeup, and, um, soon after getting the license, I mean, because when I, when I got this license, too, I was, like, I think I, like, maybe just turned 18 right before I got it, so then right afterwards, I was, I don't know, messing around, whatever. And um, I hadn't really done makeup on other people in a long time and I kind of lost the touch of like, doing it on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, I'm still figuring out like, what I want to do in life, you know, I'm kind of, that's one of the issues with growing up really creative and being thrown into like, a billion different creative things, is that sighting I'm picking, which one thing I want to focus all of my energy on to is kind of um not it <laughs> yeah it's like daunting at least right now it's like i'm 21 i've got time you know yeah so, so i've been dipping into makeup just fashion just kind of anything any area of which i can like be creative i go for and usually nowadays like it's like i don't paint as much i don't draw as much it's like i have to work i have to do all these things but makeup something i do every day when i'm getting ready for work it's something that i'm able to kind of like partake in creatively more often than other stuff it's easier to kind of like throw into the agenda yeah well it's so fun your makeup looks are always so unique and thank very beautiful cool. thank you so much yeah <laughs> i like i don't know i'm like i've always you just wear them also like bravely, which probably just comes from like having to do it in high school I and mean, be like, this is who I am and I've already faced the worst of it. So like, <laughs> yeah. No, that was, I had gotten to a point because high school kids weren't necessarily as mean to me as it was in elementary and middle school. I would gotten to the point of it's like, people were being so mean to me all the time, no matter like, it was really one of those things that was like, no matter what I did, I tried dressing normal, I tried whatever, people are still mean and still mean and still mean. And there was a point where I realized, okay, you know what? Like I can either like do, like not look the way I want to look and still have people be mean to me or I can at least look the way I want to look and people are still going to be mean to me, but at least like I feel good. Like I feel a little bit better in myself knowing that like I'm kind of expressing my own identity. And if people are being mean about that, then you know, it says more about (laughs) that it does i mean it says more about other people but it's also one of those things where it's just like you know people are people are very like there's people out there that are very judgmental and that comes from whatever within their own stuff but like if I'm if I'm like if I can try and make myself feel better about myself when other people are being mean about it, it's kind of like, Well, why do you care? Why does it influence you? Why does it bother you? I'm not like it's not like I'm like in your life or you have to see me every day or whatever. <laughs> like just if you don't like it, don't look. Don't interact. If <laughs> you'd <laughs> like it, don't look. Well it's also you know, coming from like an artistic perspective, you know the art that makes a statement is the art that people have some sort of something for you know like it's either it bothers them or they like yeah. it but it gets I, talked about either way <laughs> yeah no there's definitely there's been a lot of like i don't know in terms of like cuz a lot of people ask me about like my confidence in terms of like makeup or in terms of just like expressing my look on a daily basis and like, I've gone through a lot of different phases with it, it's Like there's times where I haven't really wanted to be seen by people, and there's been times where I'm like, you know what, let's make people as uncomfortable as possible. If I'm making people feel uncomfortable, I'm doing something right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. That's super, super interesting. Um, so what was it? So you kind of told me a little bit about what it was like growing up in LA is LA and Oregon, super different or Uh, definitely very different. (laughs) Like, oh my God, it's, it's extremely different. Like growing up in LA, like I definitely like, there's definitely a bunch of kids at like my school or at other schools ever that are like very very well off like they've got a lot of money it's very blatantly obvious and it's like you know a lot there's a lot of people in LA that are like very wealthy there's also a lot of people in LA that aren't um you know there's definitely that mix but it was definitely like it was weird for me in school where, like there was a, like, cause a lot of my creative expression was kind of based on like, I don't know, like finding whatever I could and making it into something I thought was cool. And like, you know, it's like, I wear a lot of chains. So it's like, oh, I find some random chain, put a random thing on it, make it into something. And there got to being a point where, you know, when I started noticing, oh, people kind of are into my style or it was like, a little bit it was just a little bit disheartening that I was like there was something that I, I felt like there was something that I really built for myself and really like established as like being mine and then seeing people just like spend a bunch of money on it and have my look within two weeks of knowing me I was like cool yeah <laughs> I really like, made this <laughs> yeah no and like it's like and I don't think and it's like I'm not saying that in a way where it's like not trying to like stop people from like getting into what they're into. Well, I understand. Or anything, you know. Like, and I don't discourage that. Like, if people are into, a look, like, go for it, get into it. But it was just like, at the time, just because of the meaning it had for me at the time, it was just it felt disheartening then. No, I. I, I so, that. When it's like, yeah. I took a class uh, in college that where we made wearable art, and. It's- I, th- I think it could understand where you're coming from with that perspective. Like, you know, you put pieces of yourself into it. And so w- when you were wearing it or when you're rocking a specific style for you in that time, it was a reflection of what was maybe going on inside. And so yeah. it's kind of like you fought for that, you know, like that's Yeah. And when you see someone else wearing it, it's, I could understand how that might feel cheapened, you know, because yeah. you fought for that yeah no and then aside from that though there is also you know la is la that's never gonna (laughs) change so there is so it was like there was maybe a couple people that were doing the thing i just talked about but it was mainly like a lot of people that are like super into like getting casted as like a model for like some huge modeling agency or like being on some random like tv like just like Tons of random shit like that, where it was like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then just, it's like a, oh, The difference, like, I don't know, there's a lot of differences between LA and Oregon. And it's like, I didn't really notice any of the things about LA until I moved here. Like, everyone there is kind of mean. <laughs> it's kind of, and it's not like people are just like mean people. It's just like, that's the like, you know, Sudden reaction people tend to have for whatever reason. Is it maybe more competitive because everyone has oh, yeah. more roles and things like that? No, it's definitely a really competitive feeling city, and it's definitely like, you know, you're not on the same path as me, just throw you away, toss you to the curb, like whatever, or like. I'm progressing and growing and like you're not growing at the same rate as me so like I think we just need to like not be friends anymore even though it's like someone you've been friends with for like 10 years. <laughs> oh wow. That's yeah. so... Yeah. Like I hope that's not everyone's experience Not I, I. I hope not either but there's, you know, I don't know, LA is just like a lot of people are trying to get somewhere so a lot, like and not everyone's doing it in a way that's like necessarily conscious. Yeah it's just like you the down place maybe yeah and i mean there's a point of which i understand and there's a point of which where i'm there's times where i miss it too it's like i sometimes I, like i miss the like push to like do more but yeah the other thing that's funny is like no one really talks to each other if you go out to like yeah like if you go like if you go out to like a bar or like a club or something in la like You're not, like, you're most likely not going to talk to anyone the entire night, except for maybe if you happen to know a couple people there, or if you showed up with people, maybe that's who you'll talk to. Usually if you show up with people, that's who you'll be spending the rest of the night with, and anyone else that you know you'll see for, like, five minutes. (laughs) And other than (laughs) that, people just don't really talk. Whereas in Oregon, you've made, like, best friends, like, with four people, two drinks in. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, I can't. Like when i moved here and i was hauling all this stuff out of my moving truck like you know small person lots of stuff i and i was like and usually in l.a it's just like you know i don't know no one would really say anything about it or if anything it would be like you know you might get a, people, a couple people like get out of my way or like you're taking up this parking spot <laughs> um where here it was like I'm trying to move all this stuff, and I have like five—not five. That's five, yeah, maybe a huge exaggeration. But like, I literally had like three people offering to like help me carry stuff like all the way up into the building. I was like, "What the hell?" You're like, what? At my apartment. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, people are nice here. Like, people talk to each other. I like usually I wear like I always try to make sure I wear headphones with cords so that way people don't talk to me. <laughs> I do that if I need time away from other people, I'll pretend I'm busy. Yeah, but no, so like I, so you, and usually that's because like in LA it's like, no one's really gonna talk to you on the street unless it's like, you know, some random person that quite frankly, don't really want talking to you. <laughs> so um, here I'll be like wearing headphones and someone starts saying something to me and I get really freaked out. And then it's someone being like, oh my God, I love your shoes. Like your outfit's so cute. And I'm just like, thank you, I feel like it's That's what Anastasia said, because she lived in LA for a little bit, and she said, I came to Oregon, and people are like, hello, I like your eyeshadow today. And she's like, why are you complimenting me right now? (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) It's definitely, (laughs) like, yeah, there's, like, it's definitely a lot friendlier here. I think that's partially because there's less of that kind of, like, competitive energy. Like, in LA, it feels like... It's like I've had friends where it's just like I haven't tried to be competitive with them, but like they have thought I've been trying to be or they think I need to be better than like that, that I feel as if I need to be better than them or that it's something I'm just like I don't want that at all. I just want friends. Like, <laughs> I just want friends and I know we have a similar look and, you know, we're both into the same things. But that doesn't mean I'm trying to compete with you. That just means that I'm happy that you're my friend because we have similar interests. You're like I was bonding, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe um, I talk about myself a little bit too much sometimes, but who doesn't? It happens. Yeah, <laughs> happens. That's <laughs> just a, a person thing. Sometimes I'm like, did I talk about myself too much today? Yeah. <laughs> um so, what? Uh, so, did you? I guess, I guess you kind of answered this then. When you were younger, did you know you wanted to be creative, or were you kind of just like, I'll probably just end up working in an office? Oh, I totally knew I wanted to be creative. <laughs> the idea, like, so growing up, it was like when I, I started, I started refusing to let my mom dress me when I was two years old. Like, it all, it all really started for me with like fashion, kind of, and just like. My mom used to be a painter, and so there's all these like paintings around, and she has all these like art books, and you know, it's like, yeah. What picture books do I have? Art books. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I always knew I wanted to be creative. Once I started getting to being like maybe 18 or 19, I was like, okay, you know, maybe the idea of like working in an office isn't the worst thing in the world. However, I've kind of uh, curated my look in such a way up until this point where uh, it'd have to be a really cool office. That's where I'm at too. I'm like, yeah, yeah it'd be quite the office. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to someone who was interested in going to beauty school but wasn't quite sure? I would say, like, I mean, okay, I would say this. If you're wa- if you're wanting to do like, I mean and for the most part if someone's thinking about doing a year long program that are really into makeup and are really wanting to do it um, and I would say go for it like especially like if you're really wanting to like get into it getting into like doing special effects and everything too is kind of just like you know so many people just like do special effects makeup to do random cool fun makeup for like daily wear and especially like I've seen more special effects makeup going into like runway and just like in general. So, I mean, I would say definitely do it. But if you're like not sure if you want to, like, and that's kind of what's cool about makeup schools. There are programs that are like all of these different lengths of time. So I would say like, hey, if you're wanting to do it and you're not sure, you can maybe at least start off with like a two day program, see how you're into it. You want to learn more than that, do a month long program. Or you know, but I'd say if you're interested in makeup and you're really wanting to get into it professionally, make sure you're at least doing a month long program. But otherwise, even if you're just someone that's like wanting to kind of improve your makeup skills or like learn more, a little bit more about it, doing um, like doing a two day program might just like help, you know, boost how you do your makeup on a daily basis or like stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of ways in which it can kind of be tailored to what you need. And uh, cosmetology school, just make sure you uh, are okay dealing with hair. <laughs> yeah, it's so like that's probably sure, a good one. <laughs> make sure you don't hate it. Make sure you're okay with your clothes having hair stuck in it forever. <laughs> or making sure you don't wear clothes that you don't want hair stuck in it to school. Um, that would be that would be my advice. Is just make sure you don't think hair is absolutely disgusting, and you'll probably like it. Um. <laughs> you know cosmetology hours are different than like beauty school too with like beauty school it's like you're gonna do that program and then you get the licensing where with cosmetology school usually like you get hours so then if you take time off or you're like okay i need a break from doing this you can take a break from doing it and then you'll still have your hours and you can go back later but mm-hmm. i would say with doing that because i mean There's been times where I've been like, okay, maybe I should go to cosmetology school again. Maybe I should do that. There's good money in doing hair. Because that is true. There is good money in doing hair. Um, Like, I attested, like, when I was finished with, like, when I decided to be a beauty school dropout, essentially, (laughs) um... I was 17 so it's like for me it's now been like four years since I've gone so there's a lot of stuff that I've forgotten so it's like if you're going back after a long time just like know that like there will be stuff you forget yeah and if you're wanting to get the hours later like you're gonna have to be doing a little bit of recap like there's a lot of stuff that's like still stuck with me because it is like a muscle like with doing hair it is like a muscle memory thing kind of the same with doing makeup too like you're learning how to hold certain brushes and do certain movements so you know it's not going to be fully lost and it's not fully lost, but there's stuff where I'm like, okay, I forgot like what this part of the head is called. I forgot how to like do as clean up section. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff like that where it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say though, in terms of like things to learn about or like schools to go to or whatever, it's, especially in terms of like certifications you can get for doing something creative, you're, it's pretty low risk doing like a makeup class in terms, as opposed to like trying to get like a four-year degree from an art school. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't you know, know Yeah, I have that four-year degree from an art school. I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, if you're looking for a creative outlet, you like doing makeup, like, hey, you can make good money doing makeup too. Yeah, you There's a lot of, out- there's a job there. You leave yeah. it at school. It's like okay, now you now the creative part is coming up with the job to go with the art degree. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh, uh, what has it been like to work in a piercing studio? Then is it been like the similar creative outlet or is it different? Um, it's definitely a creative outlet. I mean, it's it's not the same for me as like you know, like nothing is nothing is the same for me as like dipping into eyeshadow, using brushes, or even just like painting. It's like, like I've always been into like painting and makeup and stuff like that. The idea of like not being like hands-on and like kind of just like self-focus in that one thing in the same way, like nothing's ever going to be like makeup for me, essentially, you know, like nothing's ever going to, nothing's ever going to do that, but it's still like, it's creative in a different sense. It's like, you know, I think more about It's like when I'm painting or I'm doing something like that, it's like I'm thinking about color, I'm thinking about my own face, but it's interesting to, like, take a a step back and, like, really think about what someone else is looking like, what their wishes are. It's, like, more of, like, a collaboration. And it's, like, you know, I'm not the person doing the piercing, so it's, like, I don't get the, like, hands on, like, yes, like, I did this for you, like, I did this. But, like you know, helping people get to make those creative decisions for themselves has been really inspiring. And like the work I did before working at a piercing shop was I was working at an adult store, (laughs) to put it in PG words. (laughs) Um, So when I was working there, what I really liked was like being able to like really you know be hands-on in terms of helping people and like giving them insight and information and like feeling like i'm educating people And like you know when people are coming into an adult store it's like yeah there's people that are just coming in for fun they just want to get something fun or there's but there's also a lot of people that like you know they have deep personal needs and they need to get them fulfilled and like they need someone to talk to and it's like i've always liked being that person and being able to help people in that way um, mm-hmm. So I like that I'm able to do that with the piercing. Like I, like it feels very fulfilling to me to be on like that end of things. And it's definitely like the difference I would say between like an adult store and a piercing shop besides a million things. The obvious. (laughs) So yeah, besides a million obvious things is like, you know, when I'm, Talking to somebody about piercings and all that, it's like we're still getting personal, we're still talking about deep stuff, we can still get into conversations about like other things that are going on with them and everything. But like I'm I'm helping them with the decision on something that's like, it's their creative outlet too. Like I know it's not just mine, I know it's theirs as well. It's like people don't wanna get like their body stabbed and put a piece of metal in it because they're not creative. You know what I mean? The the idea, like whoever first invented piercings or thought about doing it anyways, that was a creative move for them. That was something, you know, different at the time. And I mean, even now it's not like, piercings are definitely getting like more common, but they're not like fully commonplace. It's like, you know, some people get them, some people don't. The idea of like, you know, if someone's looking at a part of their body and thinking, you know what? Something sparkly would look really good there (laughs) or like, maybe I should put these like bees here. Maybe I should put like this little like flower, like, you know, whatever. Like they're creatively thinking about things that they can do with their body. So it's like being able to kind of help navigate that with people I think is really like amazing. Yeah, I agree. It's also cool to make people love parts of their body. It's like showing them a way to love parts of their body that they didn't maybe love before. Yeah. Or like, hey, maybe it's still a part of their body that's going to take them time to really love, but like, you know, you're getting getting a step closer to it. Like one of the main questions, like one of the main concerns I've seen with people getting piercings is like, I really want to get a nose piercing, but my nose is really big. It's like, first of all, your nose isn't big. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Two, like... Okay, so, so what? Like, maybe your nose is, like, kind of big. Let's, you can still put jewelry on it and it's going to look beautiful. It might, like, you know, sometimes I've seen people that are like, oh my god, like, it kind of makes my nose feel a little bit smaller. Or they're like, oh, like, it kind of just, like, accentuates the beauty of my larger nose. I'm like, yes, yeah, see, this is why we do this. <laughs> when people, yeah. talk, they're like, my nose is too big. I'm like, your nose is not too big but now you have canvas for this bigger piece of jewelry, which I think would look great. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, if anything, you can actually, and it's especially too, like what I've noticed is people are like, and I've noticed that when people have larger, with with larger noses, they're like, my nose is large. I don't want to get a piercing that's too big because it's going to like really, I think it's going to really like show off how big my nose is. But it's like, no, 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 no. You have this big, you have this larger piece of jewelry, but it's not going to look giant on your nose it actually is gonna like look it's gonna it, it almost like it, it's almost like the same as like me having a tiny little stud Yeah, it's in the sense of like it's still decorative and it looks and it still looks dainty in the area like it never makes anyone's nose look chunky or clunky or whatever it actually kind of you know it's like all right small accentuations yeah. <laughs> I, I always like it when people get the big jewelry on their nostrils because it's like a statement look and it's yeah. so elegant like i've never oh, seen it yeah. like, oh i think you're going to regret that i've always been like that is i i want a bigger nose now like yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god like your nose it's like your nose looks decadent it's like it's yeah. Yeah. Up. I'm, I'm like, like that's perfect up. your nose yeah. is with nowhere to go <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, before I leave you to enjoy your pink drink with your pink hair. Thank you. <laughs> is there any last bits of um, advice or wisdom you'd give to anyone who's listening um, that is maybe afraid to be themselves? Um, I would say just do it. It's like, <laughs> that, that, it's like that Shia LaBeouf video where he's like, just do it. <laughs> Which I had a friend send me the other day because I was like, I'm not sure if I should do this, and she sent me that video, and I was like, You're right, <laughs> you're right. But it's like, and I mean, I know it's easier said than done for people. Like, if you're if you're if you're worried about someone else's judgment about it, like, you know anyone that really values you for who you are and appreciates how, like, your style and the things you like and what, and, you know, and values that, you know, you gotta do what you want with your body, like, you know, you're not, like, unless someone doesn't care about those things with you, their judgment doesn't really, like, their judgment is just something they're gonna say maybe one time or whatever. But they're you not, know, you know, I'm not saying this well at all. But essentially, like, anyone that would tell you not to, like, get a piercing or to color your hair or not to get a tattoo that you want or whatever, anyone that's going to tell you not to do that because it it won't look right or, you, or it shouldn't be on you or it's just, you know, whatever. There's about a million excuses or things people say. Like, if they're going to say that to you, then, like, you know they're not valuing you for you you know so like you know do you want to keep valuing the fact that they have those opinions or do you want to value the fact that like hey maybe your opinion on what you want to do with your body is like pretty cool <laughs> yeah. yeah it's yours like own it you know like exactly yeah that's yeah. awesome well yeah Thank you so much for your time today, Gigi. It was great to see you. Great to see you as well. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye.